0: This week's podcast is brought to you by our new sponsor or new partnership,
1: LSKD. Yeah, they're a local Brisbane uh, business who, who like us, are trying to take over the world. They're obviously a, a, a great clothing brand who, you know, as James will attest to, we used to be fully kitted out in Lululemon, but now LSKD has come along and we're jumping on that bandwagon because it's better. Yeah, I mean, I've just really enjoyed the quality of the clothes. They're a really good brand to work with. They share our values. Yeah, and um, we work yeah. worked with these to get this going like we wanted this <laughs> as well just as yeah. much as them
0: so we're super pumped to have them on board so by supporting LSKD you are also supporting us and you are supporting the growth of this podcast you get 10% off at checkout with the code REBUILD or you can follow the links in the show notes or go to our social media and click on the links and you will get 10% off with LSKD
1: yeah we can take care of your training and nutrition but then let them deck you out and look good in all their clothes <music> I'm James Beatty. And I'm Sean Carroll. And welcome to the Rebuild Health and
0: Fitness Podcast. All right, and welcome back to the Rebuild Health and
1: Fitness Podcast. Sean, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. It's good to be asked that once in a while. And Kate, what's new with you?
2: Oh, you know, living my best life.
1: Yeah, nothing eventful happened this week too?
2: Just uh, tour my MCL.
1: Yeah,
0: how did, you, how did you do that?
2: Training at Rebuild. No, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> get out you know, of It me. was
2: basketball.
0: Yeah, basketball. You're girl. trying to be the hero.
2: Yeah, we were one point down last 10 seconds of the game. Gutted. Didn't, gutted. didn't win. <laughs> I was going to say. Broke my knee. Didn't, and didn't win. win.
1: <laughs> Failed the heroic attempt. Hey, no, you, but you
0: bloody tried.
2: Yeah. I've been listening to all of our podcasts about injury management Yeah, as well now. It's like everyone's like, get some ice on it. I was like, I don't want ice. I don't need ice. It has a mild analgesic effect. I don't need it. And people are like, what are you talking about? Now? Just leave me.
0: You just don't even know stuff. Just give me a beer. That'll help.
2: <laughs> it did.
0: It did. Um, today, we're just going to be talking on some hot topics that have just come about. Hot topics that we've seen on social media that I think need addressing, some stuff that we have spoken about, some discussions that we have had with some people. So, yeah. should we should we kick it off? Go on, mate. Quick one. Like Quick one because it's just like banging this off. I saw a post the other day. It was like, um, what, well, it was Diet Coke is the worst thing you can have if you want to lose Ooh, weight. Oh, I nearly had that one too. Did you? So, I've got a couple of problems with this. One, from previous podcasts, we know that that's just false. And what they're trying to say is that your body thinks that it's having sugar. Yeah. And it's fake sugar, which is obviously worse because that's what happens. That's not the fault I have with it. The fault I have with it is being a bit more critical in what you're doing, right? So, if someone's trying to lose a little bit of weight, right, They have a Diet Coke... Because that is the smart thing to do. If you're trying to lose weight, caveat, two minutes in, caveat, if you're trying to lose weight and drink a lot of Coke and you're not willing to go to a Diet Coke, I'm going to ask you if you want to actually lose some weight.
1: Yeah, it's such a quick win.
0: Quick win. And there's no fault in it. There's no research to say anything. No no research about how the negative effect of of aspartame and sweeteners in Coke. But the problem is if someone's trying hard, they think that they... They think that they're doing the right thing by having a Diet Coke. Mm -hmm. And then someone on Instagram with a million followers says, this is the worst thing you can lose to lose weight. How is that going to make other people feel around other things?
1: Yeah, terrible. And that person's clearly never seen anyone who's tried meth because that's (laughs) far worse. Well, they would lose weight. They would lose weight. They'd be, yeah, pretty lean and mean. (laughs) (laughs) They'd
0: be very mean. But the point yeah cuz it's like all right so if i have a diet coke someone's telling me it's the worst thing but yeah i've just had a cake or a biscuit or something like that that's going to make me think really negatively about what i'm doing and i'm just going to get to that fuck it place pretty quickly fuck it bucket and it goes yeah not a good place to be
1: it's such a quick and easy substitute like h- how many office workers do you know who will have their stock standard lunch and they'll have like a can of coke with it, if the, in the and if the first thing they decide to do if they're trying to lose weight is to swap that can of coke over to a zero calorie option, mm. like a diet coke, it's a low hanging fruit. Yeah, you've gone from
0: having something that has calories to something that has no calories. And I think by law, it's like anything less than five calories can be called no calories. Yeah, I think to have no calories, there's no evidence to suggest that. It's negative for you. There's no evidence to suggest that it has a negative. There's there's nothing. But yet this rears its head up all the time. All the time. So hopefully if you're listening to this now, take this as like as passionately as what I'm talking about. A diet drink is going to be better than a full sugar drink.
1: Yep. Facts. Facts. All right. I got one. So a post. Um, Anything that costs you Mm -hmm. your mental health is too expensive. Yeah. Go on. I you like this. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's where I got it from. Um, yeah, basically referring to like everyone puts uh, we put su- such a big emphasis on like work on the- and this high stress, high pace lifestyle because we think that's what we need to do in order to be happy. But we quite end up taking away from our own ha- happiness in order to try and pursue this ideal lifestyle. Look at um. It? Look at like YouTube influencers. There's a little YouTube series about like the rise and fall of like YouTube people over the years mm-hmm. and there's like the really popular ones back in the day. look at like um, like Callum Von Moga, for example. Really popular bodybuilder. You know, at a certain stage, his videos get like tens of millions of views and then over time, there's just like this steady decline, whether that be for a number of reasons, you know, People find other things they want to watch and move yeah. on to the next next and best thing. At a certain stage, he's earning two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars a week just from YouTube. YouTube money. Mm. You know, fit bloke, fit missus, got a good lifestyle. And then just the other week, he's tried to, you know, commit suicide uh, allegedly, but. Just again, I guess the point of that story is just because people seem to have this amazing, awesome lifestyle it's unfulfilling. They're not happy. Does that make sense? Yeah, probably the the sheer
0: amount of steroids in his body for yeah. drugs help. probably didn't I don't
1: know, maybe not have done too much. Read the post again. Anything or is it anything that costs you your mental health is too expensive. Yeah. What do you think, Kate?
2: I should. I agree with it. Yeah. Like there's things where – I agree. I
0: agree. I I'm think just trying it, to be the douchebag and stick a out in it. I think or of it st-
2: more from the perspective of like, oh, there's – your friend owes you a hundred bucks and you've been asking and asking and asking and you're getting stressed out about it and anxiety every time you see them. It's like just write off the money. Oh will like, give you your money. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean like that yeah. money is just not like worth the things, yeah. yeah it is not worth you being stressed and anxious about it all the time
0: well I suppose we see people that work non-stop right and they believe that they're working again we've all got sort of different opinions mm. on what this means just I suppose it's pretty good good post um, someone works non-stop for example to provide for their family but yeah they have no time with their family to spend yeah. it with so they, they can't actually do that I'm going to stick it in there that I I think sometimes you have to go not into a dark place necessarily, but you have to work a lot harder at times. I don't think you can have perfect balance and priorities through everything. You know, there's times of like, you know what I mean? Like you get the biggest growth in business or the biggest growth in anything that you do when you're sort of pushing that sort of boundary. And I think things have to get really uncomfortable for a while for you to then, shine let's say the darker you get the brighter it gets yeah. do you know what i mean it's that no happiness without discomfort but there has to be i agree there has to be a reason and a person purpose and something that's like quantifiable at the end <laughs> at the end at the <laughs> end airplane mode is going on Kate. Okay. yeah there has to be a higher purpose i guess and yeah, you're right though i'm just trying to play devil's advocate nothing should affect you your mental health and if it does then you at least have to go and question what you're doing but all different answers i like it one of the things that i've got a little little problem with and this is from i actually had a really good discussion with someone this week and they pretty much put up a post um, about baby formulas mm. being bad for you because of the oils in them and this guy you know, or like sunflower oils. Yeah, just valid. and he says like how unhealthy they are, and I just read the title, and then he's on the sort, and I just wrote back to him saying, "Mate, this isn't this isn't good enough sort of thing. This isn't a good enough post." I said, even if that's the case, which is not like it's bullshit, but say even if it was, how is that supposed to make new mothers feel trying to feed their kids, yeah. right? And the discussion was. Around, okay, so even if you look at like the economic health of like a biopsychosocial model, right? And say even if there was better formulas to worse formulas, mm. you know what expensive formula is? No. It's a bloody expensive. Real expensive. So what about if you can't afford the best formula and you can afford this formula? You know what I mean? But yet you're made to feel that certain way. We sat down with a girl here yesterday, one of our old members that come in to tell and to speaking about how hard breastfeeding is and how yeah. bad she was made to feel. You know like what I mean? Just so the been, level of judgment that she felt for that's right. able to. So you want to breastfeed more than anything, and then you're seeing these posts. Like, how are they supposed to make you feel? Do you know what I mean? Like, people listening to think a little bit more critically on what they're actually trying to get out of the post rather than just putting this, like, blanket thing. Formulas are bad because of this. That's not true. There's no truth in that. I've read it. It's not true. It's bullshit. Yeah. Does that, and, does that make again, sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like And it was a good, cause
0: it was a good conversation I've had with this bloke as well, by the way. He actually took the post down, but it was an open conversation we went
1: back and forth and it was done. Like I think we spoke well. yesterday yesterday with that girl. Like I don't even know oh, if I was breastfed or formula no. fed. At a certain stage it's more important that the baby just <laughs> has something.
0: Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah, and the the person that needs to feel comfortable. I suppose it goes back to that um, when we spoke about the, about no Diet Cokes, I'm like, yeah. what are you trying to gain from this? Because what you're spouting isn't true. It's not true. But yeah, we live in this world where we're, it's like we're trying to put in levels of fear. We're trying to get people to do things from fear. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that goes into just one of my next things. And this Don't is Have you ever seen Noom? You ever seen the Noom? It's like-
2: I've seen that that um, app, and it's like red, green, and yellow. Yeah. Zone eating.
0: It's not. Noom is about, they've gone this thing where it's like they're dying, but it's not because they're all about habits and lifestyle behaviors and all this stuff. It's for the stuff. long
2: term. It changed my whole mentality. But it's not. It's
0: bullshit. It's the same thing as everything, it's just packaged in a different fucking thing because they um, use a color system based on energy density. Yep. So they'll use like, you know, red, orange, green. To what's positive and what's not. So, and again, the problem we're doing with these because I've actually done this before. Yeah, We've run it yeah. with challenges, right? And I spoke about this on the stupid things that we used to do. We I used to have a list of like good, okay, and try and stay away from foods. Like this was what for a long time ago, seven years ago, yeah. long yeah, long time ago. And I thought it was fine, but the deeper you go into it, it's not because the more you do that, the worse you are. One, you're not giving people permission to eat what they want. And the second one is that you're making their relationship worse with food. So they say, oh, it's all about health style and lifestyle and behaviors," but it's not. What you're putting out there is the same shit packaged that little bit differently. Yeah, You can't put foods on a scale of red, orange, and green to say you can eat as many as that as you want. Same as like your Weight Watchers. You can't eat much of that. Don't eat that. Why can't I eat that? I mean, what, what is the problem with that food? Yeah. Why can't we eat that? And again, because we know when we're dying, if you give permission to eat, people tend to make better decisions.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just like one of those things, like someone could be making really, really good progress and then all of a sudden they have something from the red list and feel like shit about themselves for the next few days mm. when it's just not needed. Yeah, you could have like very much just still. Got past yeah, it. you're still making great progress, and you had something you enjoyed. It's not the fucking end of the world by any means. No, and I think we need because we see a lot, a lot of our, a
0: lot of challenges that we see are, are based around this structure. Yeah, here's the list you can eat from. Here's the list. Sometimes here's yeah. the list. To stay away from. Yeah, and the, all the you, good foods are on the stay away list. And then magically, once you're done, all, all the foods all, that game. You, all all the foods that you want are on that list. They're all your favorite foods. And if you're going into a diet, and your diet. Need you to give up the things that you enjoy most, mm. then you've not got a diet. You've got a fucking prison sentence.
1: Yeah. I, I think Luke Lemming said it well. Like, you know, a lot of people come in to speak to a nu- nutrition nutrition coach or join a challenge and they'll be like, oh, here's what's worked for me in the past. Mm. Yeah, And he goes, well, it didn't work for you because you wouldn't be here if it did. Mm-hmm. Just because you lose weight or lose some fat for a period of time doesn't mean that diet was successful. Well, you yeah. You'd argue say it wasn't successful. Yeah, definitely. You know, and
0: I mean, people do regain weight. I've spoke with I've had clients that regain weight. Yeah, As a matter of fact, we don't ever want it to happen. There's times where it happens and then they may come back and then we may go again a little bit further, but you are right. And that's why they go back from just challenge, challenge, challenge. It didn't work the first time. It's not going to work the second time. No. If you've done a challenge and say you've done it, and you finish the challenge and the next challenge is coming up and you're still around that same weight as you finish the challenge go for it yeah enjoy the next one because at least then you've done that somewhat how you should
1: yeah you know what I mean what have you got uh, what have I got next one I'm talking about shouldn't whistle into the mic sorry
0: <laughs> um, we're only nearly 100 episodes in
1: yeah I know we're getting there <laughs> Uh, what amount of fat loss is a good amount to lose in a week? I saw a post and I had a conversation with someone about it the other day. When people put into, like when they're using my fitness power and they're trying to work things out yeah. themselves, they'll get like a, you know, you can choose. How much weight do you want to lose in a week? One kilo, yeah. half kilo. Well, they all go, for the, they all go yeah, for the
0: kilo. They all go for the kilo.
1: And again, what we need to understand is over time, your weight loss will slow down. For a numerous amount of reasons, but I think when you go into it with this idea that oh sweet you know there's I want ten kilos I've got ten kilos to lose I'm going to lose ten kil oh, a kilo a week same weeks that's easy, but it's never works out that way. There's going to be fluctuations. You might lose only two hundred grams one week, three hundred the next. Especially if you're lean already. Especially if yeah, especially if you're lean already. And again, this is where having like more objective. Based outcome goals become really, really handy for us because if you're purely relying on just the number that my fitness pal is telling you you're going to lose, and you don't achieve that, even if you have somewhat of a loss and you still fall sh- short of a killer, you're going to feel you're going to feel like a loser. You're mm. going to feel like you're lost. Whereas, again, we've spoken about this numerous times. If you have habits around creating a healthy, sustainable lifestyle, whether it be training, training-based goals, like whether that means training the gym three times a week doing some kind of you know, setting a protein intake-based goal or a movement-based goal or a prep-based goal and you're sticking to those habits, you can objectively quantify, you know, you can tick off a win day after day after day and not just relying on what my fitness teller is going to tell you to, you should expect to lose. Yeah, because when a nutritionist
0: or a dietitian is, taking, is trying to work out your energy expenditure, I guess, or how many calories that they believe that you should be on a day, they usually take into account your physical activity, activity level, where my fitness pal doesn't always do that, and that's why it'll count off calories and people eat back calories. So yeah. They're always going to be consistent there, so I really wouldn't listen to my fitness pal. Everyone wants to lose a kilo a week. It's quite yeah. an aggressive diet to do that, but everyone wants an aggressive diet, but not many can handle the aggressive <laughs> diet. Everyone wants it. Do you wanna, hey, do you want to lose ten kilos in ten weeks, or do you want to lose ten kilos over forty weeks? 10 weeks, please. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, are you going to be able to... Handle that, sustain you, it. Here's, here's what you have to give up. Yeah. And things, you do have to give things up. Yeah. Like, things have to give. You can't have your cake and eat it, should you? <laughs> should they?
1: Especially if you want to lose 10 kilos, 10
2: weeks. Why would you have it and not eat it, though?
0: I don't know. Never, I've never had a rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I think a good amount of weight loss, even for something that... It's still fairly extreme, I guess. I think anywhere from like a pound to two pounds is pretty Speaking good. Speaking fucking grams. <laughs> a two, a kilo. Two,
1: so how much is a pound?
0: A kilo is 2.2 pounds. Okay. So I reckon around a pound, about that half kilo mark, yeah. a little bit less. Say is that. Is a pretty Trust. good indication. <laughs> That's how I work it out, pounds. No. No.
2: Yeah. Come over to the metric system. It's 2022.
0: Yeah. No. A pound of body fat is what? No idea. A pound of body fat equates to how much calories? I don't know, mate. Working fucking Bullshit. grams. What's three and a half thousand equate to? Oh, a kilo. No. Oh, a pound. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: A pound. So you do work out yeah. in pounds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good. I win. But I would <laughs> never talk to anyone in pounds. Because
0: no one knows pounds.
2: Especially not in Australia. Yeah,
0: yeah, but that's how we'd work out. That's how you can go a easy weight loss thing. One pound of body fat equates two and a half. I mean, three and a half thousand so you could say a kilo would be what 7.7 quick math quick math 2
2: Just
0: plus out. 2 is 4 minus 1 I work words not numbers <laughs> yeah you still need to work. 2 against 1 we win you <laughs> still need to work on that alright cup oh come on All Right. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> I don't know how to do, like it's quick br- wins so we've seen it I've seen 2 this week one of them we know the person so we'll Limit, not like six pack abs in six minutes, bullshit. <laughs> right, or six pack abs in six weeks, or six days, or whatever it needs to be. Like we saw one this week about gaining a certain amount of inches. It was in a week, right? On your arms in six days. Yeah, bullshit. But the the problem I have with it is because when you're doing marketing, okay, my to come in. When you're doing marketing. For something like that, there has to be, if you can stick a quantifiable end result at the end of it, you're more likely to get people to come to it. Yeah. 10 kilos, 10 weeks. Do you know what I mean? Six inches on your arm in six days. or, All right. Well, he's promising me a figure that I can do in a certain time frame, so I know if I do this, then that's going to be the case. The problem I have with it is the fact it's impossible. Yeah, It's not even like, or oh, some may. No. It's impossible to do this. Gain x amount of kilos on your squat in this many days. Mm, that's maybe more maybe. likely because maybe if you're te- untrained, yeah, and- technique. We'll see where it goes. But things like six pack abs in six days or six weeks, you could, you can't, you can't market promise six pack abs in six years. You can't do that because there's so many other things that you could do. You can't promise someone extra inches wherever
2: you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> if you could, search. I'll be chasing them. <laughs> yeah. Don't
0: worry, I'll, yeah. be chasing. I'll be chasing. But you can't do that because it's just false. But you're giving into people false hope because they want it to be true. I would. If someone could promise me three inches on my arms. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good pause.
0: On my arms. Tactical pause. In X amount of time, I would pay for that program if they could guarantee it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Who wouldn't? Probably people with already super big arms. They <laughs> no want less big arms. Yeah, me. Traps. Yeah. Traps. Don't
2: need bigger traps.
1: Traps. But I, Maybe I,
2: I should do a program, get bigger yeah. traps. In,
0: get traps like Kate.
2: Yeah, in five weeks.
0: But I think anything that promises something that sounds too good to be true in a too short period of time, it is it too is. true. And that's not to say there isn't these outliers, you know what I mean? It's like I don't want to be that negative guy and go, no, that's important. But some things just are. Some Mate, things being the negative guy. that's who you are. Some things <laughs> you can't do that, you yeah. know what I mean? You got any more, Sean? No, you told me to get two. I got two. I've
2: got one. Go Go on. on. So, there's, you know, this like body positivity movement, and it's like bloating is beautiful. Is it? So, this bloating is
1: uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah.
2: But it was like, embrace your body. You know, I look different in the morning than I do in the afternoon in photos. It's all lighting and bloating and water. I hate that shit so intensely. So, this influencer um, who we're looking to get on the podcast as a guest, actually, she said um, that's. Bullshit, because bloating's not natural. Like you shouldn't embrace bloating, because it, like, is likely indicative of like digestive issues or something. Yeah, and I just um, thought that was a really interesting conversation because there are so many body positivity ones that are like, yeah, bloating. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: a, it's a good movement. In again, like anything, there's there's pros and cons. So some people just f- fucking they're trying to. Normalize certain body types, which is fine, but they all, all try to normalize certain conditions, which aren't always don't need to be normalized. Like, like that that photo that you're talking about. It's just like doesn't help anyone, doesn't serve anyone. Like people get bloated, but do they have to? No, not really.
0: But again, it, 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 it's going to it's going right. to happen at it some happen.
1: point, right? Then
0: yeah, because it went around a while ago where you had these like thin ripped people online and they'd be like curving their spine up like in yeah. the most amount of flexion just trying it's to get any belly roll they can which was just skin roll and be like i don't always look like this sometimes <laughs> i look like this and like seb straight you <laughs> fucking wretched like seb straight that's just a ridiculous how is that how is that if someone's a little bit overweight it's at home and they go oh my god she's got skin as well <laughs> she, has- <laughs> she has rolls on her skin too. what are you trying to gain from that all you want to do is show that you think that you're being Real. 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 And by doing that, you look like an
1: idiot. Yeah, I fucking hate social media sometimes. Just,
2: uh, I think it's great in that, like, there's less airbrushing now and you've got people like Celeste Barber taking that? the piss out of it and, you know, there's more prevalence. Like, Lady Gaga doesn't airbrush her makeup uh, photos anymore. And there's Oh,
1: God, there's one who's relatable for everyone.
2: No, but that's important <laughs> because Ooh, la, seeing la, la. things like your yeah. pores, like, people have pores. Why did we airbrush them out? They exist. Let's, like, be okay with that. So I think it's so important that we do that. But then it's, like, the bloating side of things. I was bloated and it was because I had a neurogenic bladder and, like, my kidneys were dying. And I was like, oh, yeah, bloating, it's fine. Everyone does it. Mm. like, no, it's not.
0: Yeah. yeah. I get, I get, I get <laughs> what you mean. I get what you mean. Have you got her on the podcast? She'll be great. Yeah, she's I know coming exactly. next
2: week. Who is it? Kirsteen Thane.
0: Oh, that's not what I was talking about. But I'm looking forward to having you.
2: (laughs) Um, We've got lots of cool guests coming up. Tease it for the next few weeks. Yeah,
0: this one's reared its head again. And actually something, this is not from what you said, but it was just out of interest. Running to lose weight. People saying about running to lose weight Mm -hmm. and how it's the best thing that you can do to lose weight. And (laughs) Kate came in last week going, I'm going to do a triathlon.
1: Just to burn some calories.
0: Because
2: I want to be able to eat more, and like I like training, and I like running and swimming, and I want to have a bigger calorie intake during the day.
0: So why do you need to go run?
2: Because I can eat more calories. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm going to be an endurance athlete. I need more carbs. I- it was carbs specifically because <laughs> I don't get enough protein. So I'm like, let's just do a sport that embraces that I can eat more carbs.
0: Running would be one of the worst things that you can do to lose weight. One, if you're looking to lose weight, you may have too much impact. You may not be a good enough runner. Everyone just starts running. Two, the intensity of it. The intensity that you go at, you have to, as you adapt to running, all you have to do to get better at that or to burn the same amount of energy is to run faster or to run further. Yeah. Where do you stop? Because you just become more efficient.
2: Isn't that a good thing?
0: To what you're doing. No, because you're becoming more efficient. Say if I run 5K and I burn 300 calories right and then i just get more efficient at running 5k i'm now not burning 300 calories every time i go for and a five run a
2: bit further
0: well this is the thing where does it stop
2: but maybe you like running and you want to go further
0: <laughs> are you fucking forest gump
2: well i want to do a half marathon
0: <laughs> but yeah but that's fine but again if this is just a specifically to lose weight you're going to have to keep pushing it further and more further and, and further and further faster and further to get the same benefit
1: if you want to keep eating more and more and more, when you could probably like, get a, um, a bad benefit of walking, yeah, the distance at a certain pace. Like we, had, yeah, we adapt. We adapt really well to like our body doesn't like constant stress. It finds way to have this like homeostasis. It's just this feeling of normality. You look at like um, you know, nurses for example. They'll they'll clock up like. Ks, Ks in a day, like 30 40,000 steps easily. And again, as an industry, as a whole, there's not a lot of healthy nurses when you, when you look at it. Again, that comes down to like sleep and stuff as well, but based on the movement that they're doing, you'd expect them to be always losing weight because they're getting so many steps in, so much movement, always on their feet, always doing something. And their intake, yeah, they're just metabolically adapting to their the exercise output and that's base and it sort of evens out with their calorie intake. It's not like for them to then lose weight, they'd have to go and do your 5K run every day over and over and over again.
2: So, But didn't we talk about your non-exercise activity like tradies and stuff? Hmm. You calculate that you can your intake is…
0: Yeah, it's more. Yeah, more. the perceived activity level is more, yeah.
2: So a nurse would have a higher calorie intake.
1: And, yeah, and the, but they also become more efficient. So if we have someone who's, say, not a nurse, same weight, you know, same – and we put them on that, you know, got them to walk around with a nurse all day for a couple of weeks, I guarantee the nurse would stay the same weight and the person who's not a nurse and who's new to that activity would lose.
2: Okay, so how can I – what do I have to do so I can eat more? <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: lift more weights. Lift more weights.
2: I already lift weights well. Lift
0: more, more weights. weights. Okay. Lift All more day. Lift more weights. But again, <laughs> you could run forever. I mean, you don't see many overweight marathon runners, but who's got the time to do that every day?
2: Well, I'm obviously not running now with my MCL.
0: No, I got two more. This was one and one I've spoke about before many times, but there's still a mixed review for the two. Comp- I saw he Lee do it, post about it. And I saw Ben Carpenter do like another post on it, and this is commenting pe- commenting on people's um, weight loss. Where do you
1: stand on it? In terms of should you do it? Should it be a thing? I think it's always going to be a thing, no, whether it sh- it's it's whether it's should it? right or wrong. I don't. Know. I guess. I guess if you know someone has been working hard and they, you can like if i know for example um like you're trying to gain weight God. and i see you start filling out your medium shirts a little bit more we go from a medium to a medium i'm going to be like mate well done let's Doing talk good. about let's talk weight loss weight loss if you know someone's trying to lose weight and let's talk
0: weight loss like- cuz that's the prominent one yeah cuz muscle building i think is harder fought
1: yeah if you will that's, like if you know if you know someone has been actively trying to lose and that you can see that they're making progress. Being like, "Hey, well, well done. You, you, you're working hard. I, I notice. I can see that. If it comes up in conversation, you don't walk up someone go looking, and, looking and lean and mean. Yeah. In Kate's case, remember when she was in Dubai and her kidneys were failing, failing. You had people coming up to you going like.
2: You've lost so much weight. You look great. I was like, I'm literally dying. I'm literally dying, yeah. (laughs) And I looked so sick. I had big, like, grey bags under my eyes, but people would be like, oh, you look skinny. You look great. Therefore, I equated great and skinny as the same thing. It
1: it depends.
0: It depends on the context. See, I'm more of the 99%, like, shouldn't, shouldn't be a thing, personally. Purely because... Say if someone has worked hard and you have known they've worked hard, right? And Because that's a different thing. You know they've worked hard. You know they're putting their effort. Can you compliment them elsewhere on something else? You compliment them on their body weight means that maybe that you... I don't think body weight specifically. Or they've lost weight. Yeah. Their weight loss means that you maybe value being thinner as better. For some people, they may... Oh, you look, you look great. Purely because he's lost weight. Which then... If you reverse that, then every pound back or kilo back is a negative. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they've lost it. It's like, hey, you look amazing. You look so fit. You look so healthy. You look so good. Because she's lost weight. Like, where do their values lie within that? And I don't think anyone, I don't like personally anyone talking about anyone else's body. Do you know what I mean? I'm just Mm. never a fan. There's a couple of posts I'll read out that I just thought were pretty good off this post because, again, they can just be worded mm. better than me. Uh, and this is one of the comments. I'll, Nat Dudley, she was just someone on there that put it right. She goes, here's the thing. A lot of people seem to be missing. Commenting on someone else's weight is all about your values and, oh, values and feeling and what you think is important and nothing to do with theirs. It assumes that weight loss is their goal. It assumes that they value being skinny and it assumes that they are healthy in body and mind. All you are doing when you comment is telling someone that you value skinniness and sends a signal that you think they are better, more attractive, more accepted, more in, in more acceptable shape now. Even if you know them well enough to know their goals, congratulate them on their hard work and effort consistently and strength. Compliment their actions, not their shape. If you really care about long-term health and joyful movement, what's the right thing to talk about? Why make it about weight?
1: Yeah, that's what I, that's what I meant. Mm. Don't go like... Fuck it looking good now, you're in the fifty kilos. Yeah, yeah. It's like, fuck, you you've been working hard. And there was one more. It was
0: like the thing that is the thing that is the the thing is that some people on a diet love to get compliments, but it often backfires when they start to gain weight. Okay. Even though they want compliments when they are losing weight, they might not realize what it will do to their self esteem when they start to gain weight. So I we actually don't think it's positive to compliment on people's mm. weights. Some sort of stuff I just said, but there you go. I think it's a, a, I think there's a really fine line here, but I do like the conversation. There was so many negative comments on this post. Yeah. And I just think it it makes for a better conversation here. I think we've created a space where there's, there's no judgment because we're not pushing people towards weight loss. And when you do that, right, it, it, I think it creates a whole better environment. And then people become happier in where they're at I've sat on that sofa so many times and people telling me that they don't want to come into the gym because they're scared how people will perceive them mm. do you know what I mean and just yeah. their body image and you can just make anyone comfortable within their body image then they're just gonna make themselves healthier and happier anyway yeah. do you know what I mean I don't know I just wanted to bring I do oh, no, it's,
1: it's, it's I think you can compl- yeah if you're gonna acknowledge someone's hard work it can be done without mm. you know without bringing it back to their weight specifically. You know, if you notice someone and you know someone who has been training, working hard, you know them well enough to know these things, like 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 you can ask them how are they feeling? Yeah. Like how are you feeling with the with what you've been doing? If they say, Great, awesome. Like my clothes are feeling better, I'm yeah. getting stronger. Or even like you look, you look so he look so healthy. Yeah, looks so healthy.
0: Because I've seen it with eating disorders too, sort of similar where they've complimented them on being so lean. Then I've had conversations with people in this room that have come to me telling me that they're getting compliments for being so lean, but they're at the most stressed part of their Mm. life that they're not eating. They're not eating due to stress or they're not eating due to like biological and psychological reasons. Yet people are just saying, you look amazing. Like how's the person that has that supposed
1: to feel? I suppose you don't know what yeah. that person. Some has people been are just through. trying to be nice, and they don't they don't have the education around like the effects that could be happening. They just they can just be trying to give a, which is tough, right? You're just trying to give a genuine compliment compliment to yeah. someone you know, you know. Like you're yeah. not going to walk up to a stranger be like.
0: And that's the I don't think anyone means anything by it. No. but I think complimenting someone on their body weight or body, not body weight. When I say body weight, cause no one yeah. knows your exact body weight. There's more negatives than positives that can mm. come from it by not being it. You're just in the same place but by doing it. It can make that big difference. Like even with me, with clients, I don't, they've come to me for weight loss. I don't congratulate them for that weight loss.
1: Yeah. It doesn't happen. No, we'll, we'll go like for me, I'll congratulate someone on having a, a good week. Yeah. You know, you've, out of our five tasks, you've hit four consistently, it's mm. a that's a win for the week.
0: Yeah, and you can take wins, but I think the more that you celebrate something like that, I think mm. there's a line, the more you're gonna hate the other the way. Do you mm. know what I mean? The more you're gonna hate going up, where I don't go, Oh, oh
1: you've gone up. So? You banned for a week.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, do not tell anyone you work with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Does that make sense? I might bring this up again. Well, hopefully, we can get what, someone else on the podcast to the PhD to so talk about this wonderful stuff. Do you have an opinion on that, Kate? Let you in.
2: Let me in. Yeah, I don't switch know. Switches your sh- moment. Switch off mute. I'm careful with complimenting people, but like, it's nice to hear it's it. It's nice right? to be nice. And, and people in the gym, we see these transformations, and like some members looking at them a year ago to now, it's unreal. But it's not. Pigeonholed by just how they look, it's how they perform in the gym too, I guess, and it's paired with that. So that's where I try and direct.
1: Mm. Well, I think you sort of summed it up really well this morning. We had a member coming in the office who told us that um, he'd lost fifteen kilos since the since the start of the year, but he hasn't been weighing himself at all. It's the first, first time said, he's weighed himself. First time he's weighed himself, and he's getting like sort of emotional about it because you know it's been, you know, obviously something that's meant meant a lot. To him, he to doesn't, get do, to nutrition this, doesn't do nutrition or anything, he doesn't do nutrition. And he said, All I wanted to do was come in and train and eat a little health. bit better. And you said, well, Isn't it great to be able to do that without having to focus on your weight the, the whole time? Yeah, like, and, you, and you could argue at times if he weighed himself in weekly, it wouldn't have the yeah, he wouldn't have noticed the, such an improvement. Yeah, like if you're doing it weekly, you get the little, little wins. Like again, scale's there for a, a tool. Yeah, but he chose to do it with Edit by focusing on things he could control more easily.
0: It's a good conversation. You- I'm going to save that for another. I'll put it. I'll put it in the basket because I also want to talk on um, progress photos in another podcast. Because again, my views were very solid at one point, and then they're changing a little bit. But yeah, we still don't use our absolutely amazing results that we get people to market. Mm. But there's this line. Last one from me. Um, it'd be good. Yeah. So it's about, it's about, so I suppose it's a marketing thing as well. Coaches filming their sessions.
1: Well, we don't do that here.
0: No, we don't do it here. And it's something coaches should be coaching. Yeah. Well, this is what I talk about. It's because you have to sign a waiver here to yeah. say that you may be filmed. Um, uh, and I always say, but you will never be filmed by a coach that is coaching. we, literally pay people to come in and catch, oh, yeah. capture things like that. That's right, Kate's here. So I said, you'll know if it's Kate because she'll have her phone in your face.
2: And I usually introduce myself.
0: Yeah. Hey, just picture in the face, man. But what we see, and again, there's this line because it's marketing, right? We would have probably a better engagement on social media, I guess, if we had consistent stories from all of our sessions, right? Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. So there's a line where it's like I have to mark it, but there's also a line where you're taking the piss. I think because you're filming so much of the session, and if you're filming the session, how are you coaching the session?
1: Yeah, but there's not a lot of good coaches out there. There's a lot of cheerleaders. Yeah,
0: and some of the stuff they're putting up. I mean, if
1: that's Fun if that's what they, if that's
0: what they're putting up, then you should be putting your phone down and concentrating on
1: concentrating on what's going on yeah some yeah again you don't know what you don't know there's if you
2: also though like there's also that place where like the progress ones of pts you know and it would be like oh look how far you've come like i show some of the people in the classes their lift so they can see what you guys are talking about because seeing yourself on video helps to understand sometimes so I've, there is a place right?
0: I've, I've done that I've done that where, I was sh- like, hey, yeah. let me grab. If I tell them about their, they're not reaching triple extension, maybe in a clean, and they're just, it's not clicking with them, mm. like verbally. Then I'll try and show them. So I'll say, hey, I'll grab my phone. I'm going to record two of your, two of your lifts, and then they'll lift, and then we'll just go, slam out back. But it also dependent on where you stood in the room at mm. that point, to where you can see the rest of the room, because it's like a little bit of an art of coaching but I'm very much against someone filming the session. And it's the sheer amount of time that people are filming for. You're not doing a couple of stories per hour. They're constant, constant like things. And every time Mm. you're doing that, you're going, your phone's either in your pocket or you're going over to grab your phone. to then go on Instagram to then start filming someone to then post it. All that time is taken away from the minutes on the floor.
1: Like I said, not a lot of good coaches, a lot of good cheerleaders.
2: It takes a lot of headspace too. Like when I'm filming stories and I'm trying to talk to someone, it's so not like not easy because you're trying to like type something and tag someone and get the photo angles and things. And mm. it is like your full focus really needs to be mm. on one or the other.
0: And I can understand PTs to some
1: extent, maybe doing it now and again. Well, they've got to market themselves. It's a bit tough, but I think you're referring to like group classes. A lot of group.
0: And, a lot yeah. of group classes. Because again, I've seen some people do it quite successfully with their PT because they're actually talking to their client at the same time. They're actually showing what they know as Mm. they are filming now and again. And like I said, there is that part where you do have to market your business, but what is it to the detriment of? And it should never be to the detriment of your coaching performance or the people within the class. They don't, yes, most of them like seeing themselves working out, but they like being coached more.
1: Definitely.
2: Except me, I just do it for the gram. Yeah, you just. And the calories. <laughs> I'm joking.
0: Nah, I think that's fine. I like
1: to train so I can eat more food. Yeah, Friday night is pizza night for me. Super excited. Nothing wrong with that. That's a part of training really hard so you can eat more food. See, I had a bonus. I um, get the freedom no, you always have the freedom to eat whatever you want. But now I know my pizza nut is fueling me for my sessions. Yeah, and if I'm
0: trying to train like a champ. Then I can Carbon do, up. I can just handle more. More cows. More K-cals.
1: No. You need a...
0: Oh, I'll say now you've got a brace. you got to eat less.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Shit.
0: <laughs> all right thank you very much for listening we've got a couple of awesome guests coming up which i'm highly excited for just remember the sponsors of the podcast lskd you get 10% off so head to the link in our bio or quote rebuild at checkout